Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. And now, please welcome... It's time for the Bradford Files, right now on WEI.com. Welcome to another edition of the Bradford Files, sponsored as always by Gould's Distinctive Clothing, the people who in Acton who make me look so, so good, and someone who actually has witnessed my Gould's Distinctive Clothing, I think in the Dominican Republic perhaps, is Dan Barbarisi of the Wall Street Journal who covers the New York Yankees. He is joining us right now. Dan, welcome to our world. Thank you, Rob. And anything you can just hook me up with the Gould's goodness as well. I was very impressed with the, uh, you know, the way they kind of took that lump of clay and molded it into uh, something beautiful. So uh, I'm in on that, man. Well, you go over to Acton. It's very easy to find. You talk to Marvin Lester, tell him I sent you, and they'll do something for you. I don't know what. But uh, Dan, it's it's a great day to talk to to you uh, for a couple different reasons. As uh, we were just talking before we went on, and the reason I w- originally wanted to talk to you was because I wanted to talk about Derek Jeter, but not about Derek Jeter retiring because we didn't even know that Derek Jeter was going to retire by the time that I originally texted you. As it just happened, he retired, and everyone's going to do the Derek Jeter's awesome stories and so forth and so on. The reason, Dan, that I wanted to talk to you about Derek Jeter was because I cannot get my head around why everyone is so, is so accepting of Derek Jeter just staying at shortstop for the New York Yankees and making them a worse team. Can you shed any sort of light on this? Well, I mean, I had thought about that a lot before, and my feeling was what? I mean, Derek Jeter, to some extent, runs that organization, and you know, it was the kind of thing where I think that they really thought that Jeter was going to come out and hit pretty well this year. Maybe not quite as well as he did two years ago, but that there was kind of a feeling like, all right, this guy can roll out of bed and can at least you know, hit his somewhat Derek Peters weight and perform at the, at the plate. But they were very skeptical, you know, talking to people privately about what he could provide in the field. At the same time, he's Derek Peter, and you're going to start a national emergency if you move him off shortstop if he's anything but truly terrible. You know, if it was so obvious to everyone involved that Peter could no longer field the position, then I think he would probably take it upon himself to say, yeah, we got to find some other options here. But I don't think they wanted to start that kind of World War III whether the fan base or, frankly, his teammates or anyone, unless it was really, really brutally obvious that Jeter couldn't do it. And they didn't want to have that conversation until they saw what he could do in spring training. He actually came out and he was, you know, kind of sort of okay, like maybe a slightly diminished version of the, you know, very obviously poorly ranged Jeter that he was a couple years ago, then I think they just have to eat it. 
Um, and they probably thought, well, we'll try to get him a lot of DH at bats. We'll see what we can do. And Brendan Ryan is really good defensively in there a lot of the time. But we got to figure it out because you know the Yankees are good at not starting a fight until they have to. So yeah. I think they were kind of waiting to see what they had there. But now, you know, I mean, it's not a moot point for this year, but it is certainly in the larger sense. So weird one. Well, and you said it yourself. You said that that you. you your first line of thinking is you don't do it because it's Derek Jeter. But based on what we saw of Derek Jeter, even before his injury, you said this is a guy in decline defensively. He doesn't have a lot of a range. And now you have the ankle injury. Now he's a little bit older. It's very hard to fathom that Derek Jeter is going to be anything but below average defensively. And if that's the case, then – you are doing your organization a disservice because you still have Steven Drew sitting there and and that he wants to play shortstop. Go out and get an everyday shortstop in Steven Drew. Put him there. Move Jeter over to third. And another thing, Dan, is that, by the way, Cal Ripken moved to third base. So, so we understand it's Derek Jeter, but Cal Ripken, if Cal Ripken can do it, why can't Derek Jeter? I understand. Still, at 40 years old, are they going to ask you to make that kind of positional switch in what might have been and now clearly is his last year? You know, Jeter's a very proud guy. I'm not going to say if it was, if, you know, if it's 37, 38, he wouldn't have said, okay, maybe. Although at that time, he was doing his whole, I'm going to bounce back, I'm going to be a really good shortstop. And he actually had one good defensive shortstop year, you know, by the metrics before things kind of went back to being where they generally had been for Jeter, which is very shorthanded at very poor range with the kind of very, frankly, weak arm as well. So I really think of it, you know, look, if it wasn't Derek Jeter, they probably would be doing that. But, I mean, look, you probably know more about the Stephen Drew situation than I do in this regard, but when there was no guarantee that Drew, pardon me, that Jeter was going to be retired next year, so we're talking six, seven hours ago, <laughs> when Jeter could have been coming back for two years, for three years maybe, you think Drew would have wanted to show up, not really knowing what the situation would be, having to tackle the Derek Jeter legacy and all that? That doesn't seem to me like an attractive situation for a veteran marquee free agent to walk into. So now, I don't know, maybe it's a little different now. Maybe the fact that there's not going to be a Derek Jeter after this year makes that a more palatable scenario. I don't know. Well, I I think that I'll come back to it in terms of doing what's best for the organization in the here and the now. And I understand Derek Jeter wants to play shortstop. Number one, I don't care if Derek Jeter hasn't played third base. He would be better than what they would have right there. Kelly Kelly Johnson's the guy there right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so – so Derek Jeter could function at third base. We see guys make that switch all the time. The other part about this equation, and you brought this up, is that maybe it wasn't part of the equation seven hours ago before this retirement announcement, but where does this leave them going forward? The free agent market's terrible next year, and, and I don't think they have the heir apparent in the minor league, at the upper levels of the minor league system, do they? They don't have an air apparent in the lower levels of the minor league system. They got nothing for that regard. So there's another case of if you're talking about what's best for the organization, and I'm not saying that Stephen Drew is the be all end all, but to sign, they are it's such a good fit to have a guy that you can sign to a three year contract to get to the stopgap to get to a better free agent class and put him there, move Jeter over. You're just a better team, and you position yourself better for the long haul. I I. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Dan. It just it just befuddles me. It befuddles me. <laughs> I think Drew is now a good fit. I mean, you know, for him personally, where the idea that he would not have to worry about what's coming down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he plays third for a year. Maybe you know, and you can leave Jeter on shortstop, let him have his final year 
and hope it's not too bad. And if it's not, you have a great and capable guy to step in right there, and then he's going to be your shortstop for the two years after that. I, I think that would work out very well for all parties. And look, maybe those conversations are going to start up in a different way than they were happening before. You know, Cashman has said they weren't interested in Drew before, but maybe this does change things for them. I think it would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. How, how, much, how much do you think Brandon Ryan, uh, Brandon Ryan plays at shortstop this year? I think he's going to play a lot. I think that, you know, we don't know what Jeter's really going to be until he gets out there, but we can almost say with certainty that he's not going to be very good. It's the question of whether he's going to be bad or really bad range-wise. And look, he can always field everything that he gets to, but he keeps getting to less and less, and now he's coming off the injuries, et cetera, et cetera. So I think Brennan Ryan's going to spend a lot of time at shortstop. And the problem is there's so many guys who want that DH spot, you know? The Yankees are going to have to pick and choose, okay, do we, when do we put Ryan out there? I think they're going to put him out there when they have Tanaka on the mound. Tanaka with his splitter is such a ground ball pitcher. Mm-hmm. So, okay, if that's going to become more important, make sure to kind of slot those days in on a day when you know you're going to get a lot of ground ball. And then you can put Jeter on those days. And I think, I think you're going to see a whole lot of Brendan Ryan this year <laughs> as much as they can kind of make it work. Well, well, you know what they should do, but again, they won't do. And I understand this is maybe to the extreme, but a few years ago, Julio Lugo, it was the only shortstop I ever saw that had a defensive replacement come in for him in the eighth inning, which was Alex Cora. And and if you're looking at what's best for the actual team you get in a one-two run game, Brendan Ryan is clearly a better shortstop than Derek Jeter, but you're not going to do that. I understand this is pie-in-the-sky sort of stuff. But last question I have for you, Dan, is, is you said there's absolutely nothing in the farm system uh, in terms of the air apparent for, for shortstops. Is there any solutions there? Is there a solution at third? Is there a solution at short? Is there a potential solution at second? Where, where does the next line of infielders come from for the Yankees? Free agency. I mean, the Yankee farm system is so barren right now in terms of mid- to high-level position player prospects in the infield. I mean, they've got some outfielders. They've got a couple guys that they thought might be out, like Dante Bichette Jr. was at third base for a while. He hit really well for a little while, but he has turned out to have a couple horrible years now. Tito Culver was the first-round pick they had at shortstop. He was a guy they thought maybe he is the heir apparent. He hit barely at all. I mean, the guys that just have not panned out. There's a couple arms who have still a lot of potential, might work. You know, they got outfielders, they got catchers, but infielders are few and far between right now. So I think it's going to be more of the Yankee way, you know, buy what you can get in free agency. But they've got to actually guys, have guys come on the market. So I don't see anybody really taking over Jeter and filling that hole anytime soon. You know, I think very much, unless they hit Drew, and who knows, next year it could be Brendan Ryan, you know, all glove, no hit, man in that position as Derek Jeter's replacement. Dan, you're the absolute best at what you do. I, I appreciate you coming by, and, and your payment will be a Tommy Bahama shirt from Marvin and Lester, even if I have to get it for you myself. Oh, that is so great. I can't wait. I'll see you in Fort Myers shortly to claim that. <laughs> All right, Dan. Thanks a lot for joining us. Absolutely. My pleasure, Rob. Thanks a lot. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. 
You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Home to all the jaw-dropping moments. Home to all the best plays in the league. Home to your favorite players from the cities you love. MLB.tv is the home of streaming baseball. Home or away, catch all the MLB action this season with live and on-demand content across all your devices. Enjoy MLB Big Inning, select pregame and postgame coverage, and an expanded library of highlights and content. Never miss a moment of the action with MLB.tv. Stream every game from every team all season long with MLB.tv. Blackout and other restrictions apply.